welcome to this special edition of Inside Leduc. Our guest today is Lars Hansen, running for city councillor for the City of Leduc municipal election. Please listen in as he talks about how being boots on the ground for the last five months and talking to the residents at their doors has given him a strong sense of community stance and topics that he is passionate to bring to the table if he's re-elected. Election date is October 18th, so make sure you tune in to all the candidate platforms so you can make the most informed decision for you. Hello and welcome to this month's special edition of Inside Leduc. I am your host, Tara Flynn. I would like to acknowledge that we are on Treaty 6 territory, a traditional meeting grounds, gathering place, and traveling route for many First Nations. We acknowledge these First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries. As a special edition, I want to give each of our candidates running for city council a chance to share a bit about themselves outside the door knocking and the forums that they have been on. So welcome, Lars Hansen. How are you doing this evening? Thanks for having me. I'm doing uh, great. It's exhausting. We're at the tail end of the campaign, but it's, it's going well. That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So let's start off with a bit of who you are. Sure. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, my name is Lars Hansen. I'm, I'm born and raised here in Leduc. Uh, really proud of my hometown. I, I uh, uh, grew up in the Leduc Estates, kind of lakeside area. Uh, I attended Leduc Estates uh, Elementary School, went to the junior high, graduated from uh, Leduc Comp in 2011, uh, and then went on to uh, the University of Alberta. And so I got a degree there uh, in, in political science. Um, but it was a little bit of a mix of everything. Hey, eh? like you had some you know, urban planning, uh, municipal politics specifically, uh, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, lived through my whole life, uh, did a lot of volunteering, you know, um, I volunteered for the Alberta summer games, uh, when we had that, uh, I did coaching for the Duke minor soccer. And then I also sat as a public rep, uh, on the parks, recreation and culture boards. So, uh, really, really proud of my hometown, really, uh, into, you know, giving back and, and getting involved. Uh, so, that's the long answer to, to who I am, I guess. So political science then. So, you know, politics was always in your in your viewpoint then if you went to political science for school. Yeah, well, you know, I politics was always talked around the the the, the kitchen table with with my my family. Uh, both my parents are teachers. You know, my mom taught at uh, St. Benedict's for for like 30 years. Uh, my dad taught out in, in Millet at Griffith Scott uh, for, for a number of years as well. And, um, you know, that, that, that value of public service, that value of giving back, uh, was always kind of, uh, built into my DNA from my parents. Uh, and, and, you know, I was taught that, that politics, that's how you make change. Right. So, you know, yeah, always in my, uh, DNA. That's awesome. And that's one thing I do love about municipal politics is that you really get to see it right in front of you where it's happening with where's your tax dollars are going. It's like every day you go and use the facilities or you watch the roads being built. Like it's something that you can really see transpire right in front of your eyes. Yeah. Every yeah. day. Well, you know, and, and, and that's, that's, you know, one of the, the reasons why I, I got involved in municipal politics is it also, it doesn't have that partisanship, right. You know, we all have our values on council. We all, uh, you know, uh, have our thoughts, but you can borrow from the left, right, up, down, green, blue, whatever. Um, and you can make change right in your backyard. Uh, you set to find three friends to vote with you and, uh, you can, you can make some really interesting change that you see every single day. Right. That's absolutely it. Yeah, for sure. So tell us again, so you're running for council, you're an encumbrant. So what is it that you're looking for in this next term? If you're elected? 
Yeah, well, you know, I I guess the the first and foremost is we're we're in a bit of a different ball game now. You know, with with COVID nineteen, I think a lot of the issues have have changed to some degree. Uh, some have gotten uh, uh, have become bigger issues. So, you know, the the three that I heard, and you know, I've been door knocking a ton, uh, going door to door. I've been talking to folks online, uh, but the the three big ones I've heard is is you know affordability, uh, jobs in the economy, and crime reduction. Um, and what I tell people is, look, you know, I, I have specific policies to, to work on each one, uh, but I'm not trying to sell anybody a pipe dream. We're not going to create thousands of jobs overnight or reduce crime to zero or reduce your taxes to zero. But, you know, these are the three things that I've heard door to door that, you know, I'm hoping to work on should I be, you know, reelected. That's awesome. Yeah. And there is some, a lot of green shoots already happening in my opinion, in those areas, you know, we're doing the crime map. We've got a lot of a really active participation with um, a citizens crime group as well. And uh, what we're doing at the airport, like that's such a fantastic leverage that we can just keep hopefully strumming in all that growth. So, yeah. Um, and what differentiates you from the other candidates? Well, you know what? I, I, there's a few things. I, I, I mean, first is the the one that people see every day. I'm 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 a younger person, uh, so I bring up a little bit of a different view viewpoint there. You know, I have some new ideas. I have some fresh energy. Um, you know, and I, I don't take anything for granted. You know, here's an example. Since June, I've been door knocking four days a week, four hours a night, every single week. Uh, you know, now it's, it's a little bit different now in October because it, the sun goes down at seven o'clock or whatever. So it's, you know, two or three hours, but, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're out there. My team and I, we're out there. We're listening. Um, nobody's quite, and I don't want to, you know, use a cliche, but we're trying to do politics a little bit differently. Uh, nobody's quite doing what we're doing. You know, there's other candidates for sure, door knocking and, and whatnot, but, but look, you know, we've, uh, we've been going pedal the metal since, since June. Uh, in addition, you know, I have that active social media presence. I, I respond to all the messages, the emails I get. Um, and I try to do politics in a way that it's a two way conversation in full sentences. You know, it's not just buzzwords or anything like that. Uh, everything I post or I, I stand for, I have specific policies for. Um, so I guess that's another thing that differentiates me a little bit is, is I have a very well thought out, uh, you know, things that I, I'm, I'm hoping to bring forward should I be reelected. Absolutely. So being a younger member on council, do you find that our younger citizens are approach you diff- like easily or does the conversations a little bit different than you think that had they have with other councils, like the youth council, for yeah, example? Yeah, you, you betcha. You know, um, I, uh, I, I, you know, I always knew I was like, you know, I, a younger person in politics, but it didn't really occur to me until after the last election in 2017, our, our city clerk uh, sat me down in, in, in council orientation and said, you know, I think you might be the youngest sitting councillor in all of Alberta. Now, that's not true. You know, I think there's like one gentleman that's younger in like Beaver County or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I never really thought of myself, you know, in relation to other people. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a bit of a different perspective. You know, it, it, I, I feel like I, you know, might be a little bit more relatable what I tell people, and I said this in the debate on uh, on uh, the Chamber of Commerce debate, uh, you know, I might be the young guy, but at the same time, I'm kind of like the old man of, of council. I, I still like reading my newspapers and drinking coffee. So I don't, you know, know everything that young people want. But um, I remember at a, um, a, uh, 
uh, Citizens Distinction Awards Night, um, there was a young person that came up and, and said, hey, man, I just wanted to meet you and, and introduce myself. I'm, I'm really into politics. You're, you're a bit of an inspiration. I'm hoping to get into politics one day. And, um, you know, and, and I, I really don't think the credit should go to me at all. It was it was Dominic Michio that really paved the way. Uh, he got elected, I think, when he was 22. Uh, he actually grew up across the street from me as a kid. So, uh, you know, he really paved the way for, for you know, someone like me. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. So That's awesome. So what are some of your key priorities if reelected? Well, you know, I, I, around the longs, I guess, of affordability, you know, I, I, I fully recognize that it's tough times out there. You know, it's uh, people are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, it's it's really sad when you go door knocking. Um, nothing quite grounds you in reality than, you know, going door to door and, and, and you know, reaching thousands of households. Um, so, you know, I've heard that that that, you know, it's it's tough times out there. So I think we need to look at everything from, you know, property taxes, user fees at say, you know, the, the, the rec center or, or, or transit, but also um, programs and services, you know, youth programming. Uh, I think there's uh, something that could be done there, whether, you know, it's the city of Leduc doing some youth programming or, or us partnering uh, with other organizations, uh, creating, you know, affordable youth programming, I think is, is, is something to, to, uh, to, to look at and, and help, you know, reduce that cost of living. Um, so that'd be, I guess, the first one, you know, the second one, um, you know, jobs in the economy, again, you know, not trying to sell a pipe dream saying, you know, we're going to create all these jobs, but a few thoughts, uh, you know, the first one is the RFP process. Um, Wood Buffalo, uh, Fort McMurray, they're doing some really interesting work with their RFP process. Can you say what RFP means for our listeners? Sure. Yeah. I, I get uh, sometimes in the mumbo jumbo, but that's the request for proposal. It's a procurement process. You know, hey. when the, the city wants to purchase goods or services from a vendor, it's the process people bid on, you know, those, those projects, but um, look, you know, looking at that process, trying to, to, to prioritize local vendors uh, it's an investment in our, you know, community. So uh, even if it costs a little bit more, I think we should be trying our, our best to, to prioritize local vendors and in addition to that, also looking at the, the social side of things, you know, if we're going to hire a big company, millions of dollars on, on say, Blackwell Driver Grant McEwen Boulevard, uh, you know, maybe we should be asking those people, how many local jobs are you going to create? You know, what uh, uh, disadvantaged groups are you going to hire? Uh, and I think maybe that should be taken into consideration, um, too. So, um, yeah, you know, what, like I said, Wood Buffalo, Fort McMurray, they're doing some great work. Uh, and so I'd like to take a peek at that in terms of jobs in the economy. You know, uh, uh, additionally, I think we could do a lot more in, in even selling Leduc, you know, working with uh, the, the realtors, working with the home builders and talking about the advantages, the huge advantages you have to, to moving to Leduc. Uh, and, you know, like homes are cheaper. Uh, taxes are, are, uh, are, are a bit lower. You know, uh, there's so many advantages. We're, we're so close to the city of Edmonton. We have transit that goes there. Uh, there's so many advantages to moving to Leduc. So, uh, you know, selling Leduc would, would be another one. And the last one, the crime reduction, uh, and, and you mentioned a bit, there's some things that are being done, but, uh, it's mainly that petty crime that I've heard. Um, and, uh, you know, people going through trucks, cars, garages, backyards. Uh, one of the very basic things I think we could do is, is to, uh, to continue to work collaboratively with, you know, the, the Nighthawks, the Black Gold Citizens on Patrol, uh, and educating folks. Um, too many times I've heard from the RCMP or bylaw or whomever, 
that folks just didn't lock up their trucks or didn't lock up their, their garages or backyard uh, or, or sheds or, or whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, going door to door, leaving a leaflet, uh, you know, putting uh, I know in, in McKern and Belgravia and Edmonton by the U of A, they had some petty crime issues. So they put up a big uh, billboard that that said, hey, make sure you're locking stuff up. This is a high crime area. Um, so, you know, I think there's some some basic things that we could do to, to work on those kind of three issues. So. Absolutely. I have to say, I have received those letters twice. Little tucked <laughs> into the front of my car window. They're like, just so you know, we checked your car. Shoot. Yeah, good. Okay. Good. Shoot. Yep. That was right. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but in regards to that, like affordability and, and the property taxes, like I know quite a few investor clients from out of province, they get told all about Leduc because our house prices are substantially less, but our rent prices are the same as Edmonton. So they're like, it doesn't help the affordability of the renter, but that's how a lot, I know a lot of people are, are getting out of town investors is because the house prices are substantially less, but we're still charging the same amount of rents, which is a a crazy concept for affordability. So um, yeah. So what if elected, what is your vision for creating healthy neighborhoods and communities? That's a great one. And uh, I know uh, I, I've taken a few cues from you. I know you've come to council a few times and, and, and really made the point of, of complete communities, right? Uh, and I think that's something that uh, we, we've done better, I think, over the, the, the last few years, but there's still more to be done. And, and trying to aim for that kind of 15-minute community where, you know, 15 minutes can take you to a, you know, a small commercial center, uh, you know, a park, multi-ways, everything you need, right? Um, you know, I think that's that's one thing to, to really work with the developers uh, to, to ensure that we have that uh, in our area structure plans. The other one is, you know, um, and it's kind of linking in with an environmental thing, but, you know, trying to bolster that urban forest. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of benefits to, to, to urban forests uh, and especially in, in neighborhoods. You know, uh, the environmental side of things, you know, preventing soil erosion, cleaning the air, but also the mental health, you know. Uh, there's a lot of studies that say, you know, um, you know, greenery really helps that mental health aspect. So, um, you know, trying to incorporate those, those, you know, and bolstering that urban forest and neighborhoods, I think would help substantially. Yeah. I, re- I really like that. Cause we have the walking pass, which is great, but a lot of times the walking pass is just beside a road and there's no environment, like there's no greenery, but I have heard that as well with the environmental forest. I think it was like in Japan, they even have like, um, in their big tall buildings, they have like a level that's all greenery, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they need to have that mental get around nature environment. So yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. That would be interesting to see how that will play out in our communities, having those environmental forests yeah. and uh, not just parks and reserves like green space, but like, I think that'll definitely add an, another level of, you know, um, enjoyment for our communities having that in town. So yeah, you betcha. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you have any other parting words with our listeners? You know what? Just uh, I, I really encourage folks to get out and vote. Uh, that's that's the big one. Uh, you know, as you, I, I think, mentioned, um, the, the voter turnout is just so low and it's it's really depressing. So, uh, you know, uh, getting out to vote, I, I really encourage folks to do that. Uh, you know, the people that you elect um, have huge influence in the way that our community is built. So it really does matter. Um, you know, in, in addition, there's the, the two referendum questions, there's the, uh, uh Senate election. So there's, it, it's a, it's kind of a special election. There's, there's a lot at stake, uh, and, uh, y- you know, democracy is the best way to put your opinion out there. So, 
uh, really encourage folks to, to get out and vote. That's awesome. Well, I really want to make sure that I'm giving everybody a chance to speak and the council, everybody who's being running for council, a chance to really speak about what they're, who they are outside of the forums, like the forums, you had a, what, a minute to talk on a topic. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you don't really get to see who you, who you stand with and what values align. And if you're not there that day, you're in the neighborhood, you don't get a chance to be on the flyer either. Right. So uh, I'm really hoping that people are going to be able to listen to this and really you know, find someone that they can align with and vote with. So um, thank you so much for all the work that you've done in the last four years. And uh, thank you again very much for your time this evening. Yeah. Hey, and thanks for having me. Like you mentioned, this is a great service to the community so folks can really get a more in-depth look at candidates. So, so thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's coming across well. So thank you very much. Right on. Awesome. So thanks again for coming. It's been a pleasure. Oh.